Money. It affects our everyday life. But how do we make more of it? Manage it. And make sure we make the most of our money. Welcome to Money Mindful, a podcast to teach and support you as you learn to manage your money. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Money Mindful podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about, do you want to be a victim or a badass? Hmm. I'm in a lot of groups on Facebook that are to do with money, and I was following one particular thread, and it got me thinking I wanted to talk to you about it. Look, I was a little bit hesitant to bring this topic up because I know that for a lot of people, money is a very emotionally charged topic. But in the interest of pointing out a little mindset shift, I really wanted to share this story with you and create this episode for you because often the difference between having money and not having money or creating money in your life or not being able to create more money in your life is simply just some little tweaks in your mindset and so often we do things that are unconscious we unintentionally think things you know, thoughts just come into our head every day. We have somewhere around 60,000 of them, but often we don't really consciously decide what we want to think about money and the result that that actually creates for us. So let me talk to you about this this situation on Facebook that I was reading. So uh, a woman made a comment that went something like this. She still had enough money to cover her rent for a period of time, but her and her partner had lost their jobs due to COVID-19, like the situation that many of us have faced, and she wanted to hear from others about their experiences and and what people were doing and, and had they also lost their jobs, what were they doing about their rent and so forth. There were a lot of comments on the thread from tenants, from landlords and property managers. It was very interesting and um, very lengthy. There were a lot of emotionally charged comments being shared. And before you write to me with ruffled feathers, I want to encourage you to listen with an open mind because I don't believe many of the women writing the comments in the thread are conscious of the results they're creating in their life with this thinking and in the interest of empowering women such as yourself to make more money I want to call it out so there was one woman let's call her Jenny who was firm in her view that owning an investment property put you in a better position financially and that landlords could simply sell their investment and they would be better off than people who were renting In addition to this, she said that landlords should be offering a discount and was disappointed that she had not been offered a discount. Now, she may well be correct. Maybe that particular landlord would be better off if they sold their investment. We will never know. But here is what we do know. 
Let's separate out the story from the facts. A landlord is a man or woman who rents out land, a building or accommodation. A tenant is a person who occupies land or property rented from a landlord. A lease is a contract by which one party conveys land, property or service, etc. to another for a specified time and usually in return for a periodic payment. Okay, this is what my iMac dictionary says, okay? So when a tenant rents a property from a landlord, commonly the transaction is facilitated by a third party, the real estate agent, yeah? They draw up a lease and all parties agree to the terms. The landlord agrees to rent the property and the tenant agrees to pay for the specified time to occupy that property. And there are usually other conditions agreed to that are outlined in the lease, you know, like something like they maintain the garden or maybe the landlord gets the gardening done once a month. You know, there's all different conditions that landlords and tenants come to as an agreement. Now, they are the facts of the matter. Here is the story part. We make up stories in our mind based on our thoughts. We all do it, okay? It's it's not like there's nothing wrong with you. There's not some people who make up stories and some people don't. We all make up stories about things in our mind, okay? Now, Jenny, the woman in my example, has a story about landlords. She has a story about who they are, what they can and can't afford, how well off they are. Now, I want to point this out because we have no idea about the landlord, right? What story do you have about your landlord if you're renting? You know, like what story have you decided based on your thoughts, like what kind of person they are, how much money they have? Like I don't know how many times I've heard about those bloody baby boomers (laughs) (laughs) You <laughs> have all the money and have bought all the properties and because of that, we can't afford to buy and we're all poor. Okay, so maybe that's a slight exaggeration. I actually know a lot of baby boomers who are not well off <laughs> doing very well financially at all and do not own properties. So can you see how this is? these are stories that we make up, okay? But what are the actual facts and what is the story you have decided based on your beliefs, background, and experiences. So as a property investor myself, I can tell you that I'm not a special species. I didn't turn into an asshole when I invested in my first property, right? I mean, I know that sounds extreme, but so many people talk negatively about landlords. Yeah, I've, I've done it myself. All right, so... These, uh, there are property investors or landlords who are not nice people, okay? There are landlords who are lovely people. There are wealthy people who are amazing and loving and generous. And there are wealthy people who are assholes. There are also middle class and poor people who are assholes. (laughs) It's not black and white. Having money or being an investor doesn't make you a bad person. But if you view 
people like that, and I'm using little quotation marks in the air, in that vein, you'll never be someone with wealth, yeah? Money just amplifies the person you are. If you're already a kind and generous person or whatever, when you get more money, you're still going to be that person, okay? If you're somebody who's really selfish and thoughtless and, you know, you're still going to be that person when you have more money, that money doesn't change the person you are. Money just gives you more options, right? So now I'd urge you to question your beliefs about your landlord or the people in your life that you perceive to have money. Why? Because it affects your ability to create wealth for yourself, full stop. And by the way, you can think whatever you want, right? (laughs) But I also want to ask you, if you have a thought like, my landlord doesn't care, or they're an asshole, or ask yourself, how do you feel when you think those thoughts? Like, is it serving you to think this way? Like, does it feel good to think that way? You know, like if you're thinking that, um, you know, your landlord isn't a kind person or, you know, if you're thinking all these negative thoughts about your landlord, I mean, maybe they aren't a kind person, right? But when you think those thoughts, how does that actually make you feel? Like, do you feel good when you think those thoughts? Because often when we think those kind of thoughts, it actually makes us feel disempowered or, you know, where things are out of our control. And so what if you could choose to think something like, I love this house and I'm so grateful it's available for me. Or um, I'm so glad that I have a house like this to live in or that there's opportunities for me to rent houses you know totally different vibe I mean it's you're still in the same circumstance you still live in a house that you rent from someone and the landlord is whoever they are but you get to choose how you think about your situation now to my second point so Jenny was disappointed her landlord hadn't offered her a discount on her rent Don't be that person and here's why. When it comes to money, do you want to be a victim or a badass? Okay, so to the person wanting the discount, sure. That would be pretty cool, right? If a landlord just said, hey, I'm going to discount the rent. Sure, great. I can see why that is appealing. Just like if something was discounted in a shop. If if my landlord said that, I would say, great, thanks unexpected but if someone wants to throw money at me great like by giving me a discount who am I to argue with that all right I can totally see why that would be awesome if your landlord offered you a discount but the point here is though and it's really subtle and so I hope you can pick up what I'm trying to say here is that she wants her landlord to make her life easier okay she's has unintentional thoughts about people with money or who landlords are and what they should do, okay? It's not your landlord's job to look after you. It's your job 
to look after you. You have agreed to pay your landlord an amount of money in exchange for having a property to live in. That's it. Just like you pay an amount of money to buy milk at the supermarket. It's a monetary exchange for value provided. And as a side note, you actually have no idea about your landlord. They could be barely scraping by. They might be mortgaged up to the eyeballs renting out their family home because they had to move for work. They might be struggling to pay their rent and cover the shortfall of the mortgage. They might be out of work too because of the pandemic. On the other hand, they might own 20 properties and be rolling in it. Who knows? You know, you really have no idea. Most of the t- most of us don't know about our landlord's financial situation, right? And it doesn't actually have anything to do with what you should or shouldn't be doing with paying rent. Paying your rent is a good thing. How much value do you get from having somewhere to live? It's amazing, right? Think about it. I love paying my rent. I love paying my water and electricity bill. Why? Because how amazing is it to have shelter? How amazing is it to have a shower and drinking water in your home? I want to pay for those things because I value them so much. I want them in my life and I believe that they are worth something. So I'm happy to pay for them, right? And I can hear you asking, but Megan, we're in a pandemic. We should be getting cheaper rent. Those rich landlord people should be making it easier on the rest of us. No. Why should we be getting a discount? Yeah? Like, let me tell you another story to give you a comparison. One of my clients was telling me a story that she had recently negotiated with her landlord to not raise the rent. She'd received a notice that the rent was going to go up. However, her work hours had reduced at work, so she rang the agent and negotiated them to not raise the rent. This was pre-COVID-19, and the result of that call was that the landlord kept the rent at the same price for an agreed period of time. Now, the difference here is my client is a badass. She took responsibility for her circumstances. She did not sit around waiting and wishing for her landlord to offer her something. Do you see the difference? It's like really subtle, but it's huge. Okay, so Jenny is sitting around waiting for somebody else to make a change so she experiences change in her life, right? She's waiting for her landlord to offer her a discount, to do something for her. But if she's lost her job or she is having some sort of difficulty paying her rent, it's totally within her power to call the real estate agent and negotiate something for herself, right? Like, can you see how it's like so subtle, this difference, but it makes a huge difference because Jenny is disempowering herself. Whereas my client was like, oh, my hours have reduced at work. And coincidentally, I've just received a notice that my rent's going to go up. Hmm. What can I do about this? I know I'm going to ring the agent and see if I can negotiate for them to keep the 
rent at the same price, right? So my client is totally taking responsibility for her circumstances and doing something about it. And that's the difference, right? She's not sitting around expecting her landlord to do something for her or expecting that it's her landlord's responsibility. It's not. It's her responsibility and she did something about it. And that's the difference. And the beauty here is everyone has choice. My client's landlord may have said no. My client may have chosen to move out. Who knows? We all have choices. But she didn't sit around waiting for someone to save her. She took action. Now, don't misunderstand me. If I'd lost all my income and was struggling financially, I would absolutely take action and contact my landlord and every service provider I have to negotiate payment plans or alternative arrangements. And I hope that's what you've been doing if that has happened to you over this period. It's in everybody's best interest to do this. This is not being a victim. This is being a badass. I wouldn't sit on my butt feeling disappointed that I didn't get offered a discount on my rent. Are you following me? So talking about money and what people do or don't have can be such a charged subject. But the takeaway message here, and I hope you've gained from this, is that people are just people. Tenants, landlords, men, women, wealthy, poor, we're all humans living the human experience. Create awareness around your money stories. Are they true? What are the facts? And what is the story that you've just made up in your mind, right, that you're telling yourself? Do you want to be someone who takes responsibility for your life and your circumstances? Or do you want to blame someone else for your circumstances? And The beautiful thing here is you get to decide. You create it all. Isn't that amazing? Like when you take responsibility for yourself and your actions and the way you think about things and what you want to create in your life, you bring back all the power. But when you wait for somebody else to do something for you, you give your power away. Okay, I hope that's helped you today. If you want to take this work deeper and explore the thoughts that you have and what they're creating in your life, email me at megan at moneymindful.com.au and you can book a free consultation. In the meantime, don't forget to jump on the website if you want to learn more about book club and be a part of what's going on with book club. It's a great way to up your education about money and mindset. Until I'm in your ears again next time, have a beautiful week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Money Mindful podcast. For more info, visit moneymindful.com.au. For future episodes, be sure to subscribe. And remember, the information in this podcast is of a general nature only and does not take into account your personal circumstances or goals. Please seek professional advice for your own financial needs. Remember to have fun along the way.